grab your list of goals and let's get down to business. Divinely Driven Results with Elise Smith. Divine business strategies for real results starts now. I am Elise Smith, your faith-based business coach, and you're tuned in to Divinely Driven Results on Transformation Talk Radio, where you learn and implement divine strategies for real results in your business. Ladies, let's be honest. Being in business for yourself is really hard sometimes when you're grasping for air as you go through the perils of your business, right? Other times, maybe we feel like we've got the dog paddle down <laughs> and we're just staying afloat. Um, but instead of simply enduring, what we want to do is be able to find the peace and the faith that comes from walking on water in our business. That miraculous moment where things are just really flowing perfectly for us. And we know that we're succeeding not only in business, but in exactly what God wants us to do. Think about that for your business. What would it be like for you to walk on water in your business? Now, sometimes it helps to look at all the different stages of our business, right? Um, and sometimes when we first get started, there you can't help but grasp, gasp for air. You know, you're trying to just pedal through it as much as you possibly can, and you're just swimming and going through the motions, just hoping that you'll have the strength to continue on. You could be there now, or you could have been there in the past, or maybe you know someone who's there, and you can be grateful that you've gotten past that point in your business. What do you think the ones that are gasping for air are missing in their business right now? Now, what happens when you just stay afloat? When you're just making minimum to be able to survive, when you're barely being able to kind of see that constant paycheck come in. And don't worry, don't judge yourself. We're all going through different stages of our business, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you lack the faith to be able to walk on water. It just maybe means that there's a few pieces that are possibly missing. And that's exactly what we're going to cover here today, is those pieces and those keys and those strategies that we learn from the scriptures on how to walk on water. But maybe you are um, just dog, dog paddling right now. And what are the factors that cause people to just float along in their journey? Maybe there's something you need to do to take back that power, to be able to really own your business and not just go through the motions. Now, we don't want to be just good swimmers in this entrepreneurial journey. We are on because we want to take that will just take more energy, right? And we don't want to do that. We want to go through this journey effortlessly, even though it's not always going to feel like that. You can't walk on water forever, but we want to have those moments where we know God is on our side and that things are going smoothly. So what would it look like for you, for your business, for you to walk on water? To have that ease and that faith and trust in your Savior so much that you aren't even worried about thinking. You aren't even distracted by all of the storms that are around you. Because remember, faith and peace come from inside, not from the circumstances that we're in. So just think about what that would look like. Now, in order for us to really dive in <laughs> and walk on water here, we need to learn from the master himself and the one who is able to do it. 
So we're going to turn to Matthew 14, and we're going to read 27 through 31. To set the stage, Jesus had just fed the 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. Talk about faith. <laughs> and then he commanded his disciples to get back on the ship and sail without him um, while he went up to the mountain to pray. A few days later, they saw a man, the disciples saw a man walking on the sea, and they feared because they thought it was a spirit, and it really was Jesus. So we're going to start in verse 27 here. And it says, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. This is exactly what walking on water and finding success easily in our business is all about. Being of good cheer and not being afraid. Now that's easier said than done, let's just be honest. <laughs> um, but we don't need to be afraid and we can find joy in the journey. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold here. <laughs> because the Lord is with us every step of the way. So why should we fear, right? Do you think that Peter would have actually been able to take that first step off the boat if he was filled with fear? No. But how do we do this? And that's what the rest of the story is all about. So we're going to go to verse 28. And it says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Here we learn the first divine key to walking on water. He checked to ensure that it was God's will and not just his own. We've talked about this before, right? Um, I've told you about a story of mine where I kind of put my will on God instead of allowing God's, God's will. Um, but that's the thing is we need God's approval. And how do we do that? We ask. That's it. And one of the best keys that you have for asking is business meetings with God. So stay tuned until the end of this episode for something pretty exciting. Um, but, but that's the thing. All we need to do is ask. He knew that he could do it with Christ's help. How do you remind yourself that you have Christ's help whenever you need it? We all need that reminder sometimes. So just think about that. Verse 29. <laughs> and he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Peter came out of the ship. He took action. That's the thing, is faith is a principle of action. We cannot show our faith without acting. Because if not, then it's just a wish or it's just a dream. If we keep it in our hearts or our heads and we don't actually take that action, we can't show our faith, not only to God that we, are, we have this faith, but also to ourselves. Sometimes we need to know that we have that faith so that it can sustain us. So he didn't know how he was going to do it. Do you think he was like, okay, I'm going I'm to step out on this ship and out of this ship onto the water and I'm just going to walk to Jesus. We have no idea, but we know that he did not doubt. He had that faith to know that he could go to Christ because Christ wanted him to. <laughs> now, sometimes you may not know how you're going to re reach your revenue goals, but you can have faith that God will guide you to do so once you have his stamp of approval. And once again, that scripture, ask and ye shall receive. You just have to be willing to ask, make sure that it's God's will, and then be willing to take those steps. 
Now, with knowing that Christ was there for him, he knew that he could do according to God's will. He was able to do it. He walked on water to go to Jesus. Do you think he ever thought he would do such an incredibly miraculous thing? What can we accomplish with Christ on our side? He did the impossible because it was God's will and he had his focus on Jesus and what he wanted him to do. Notice in that scripture, it says to go to Jesus. Where was Peter's focus? It was on Jesus the whole time. He wasn't distracted by anything else. How do you get focused on Jesus in your business and what God wants you to do? So the second divine key is our focus must be on the Lord and his will for us. Now, verse 30. Don't you love this? I love it. Um, 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. So Peter had done it. He'd walked on water, but he hadn't gotten to the place that he wanted to before his natural man kicked in. We are all human. We are all going to have those moments of doubt and of fear and of focusing on the wrong thing and of being distracted. And that's the first thing is we have to realize that we're going to have those moments. We're not always going to be able to walk on water. Things in our business are not always going to go 100%. But we can have that faith and that peace in our hearts, even when the wind is boisterous around us. I talked to a friend the other day who's going through a really big life challenge. Um, she's moving and she's going through all of these different things where she's having to, to close some doors to be able to open other ones. Um, and this woman is absolutely remarkable to me. And I, I wanted to like console her and tell her you know, that it's going to be okay. But she had this strength about her. And so um, we talked about it a little bit. And she's like, you know, even though there's so much going on around me, I have this inner strength and this inner peace and faith of knowing that it's all going to be okay. So regardless of our circumstances and the noise and the wind and everything going on around us, when we turn to the Lord and we do his will, all we have to do is act on that next thing that he's giving us. We can find that inner peace regardless of what's going on because we all know business can get crazy. And so we need that inner peace to be able to find that we can walk towards God and towards Christ even amongst everything else that's going on. Um, so uh, his focus changed from the Savior to focusing on the boisterous wind. <laughs> So because we are human, this happens to us, that our focus changes, that we feel that doubt come in, that we start to sink. Maybe you start hearing that inner dream stealer voice getting louder and louder, and you can't help but start to believe his lies, that you aren't good enough, that maybe your dreams are unrealistic, that maybe you should just be happy with what you have. We know that voice. Maybe all of those obstacles just seem insurmountable. And that your goals just seem to feel farther and farther away. And all those challenges start to pile up and you can't see past them. Maybe things aren't going the way that you planned them to go. And you can't see how this new path is going to get you on that path that you want to be on. And maybe 
you're just tired. You're tired of working. You're tired of going through the motions every day. You're tired of having faith because that takes energy. And you're tired of fighting for your dreams. Don't give up. Focus on Christ. That's the thing. When you start to feel like things are falling apart, I want you to do a mental check. And I want you to see where is your focus in that exact moment. Is it on all the things that are going wrong? Is it on all of the things that you may not know or may not know how to fix? Or is it the fact that you know you're in business to fulfill God's purposes? You know that Christ is with you every step of the way. When we focus on those things, that is when we get that inner peace and that faith and that strength to do hard things. Ugh, you get chills? I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because when we doubt and fear, our physiolo physiology actually changes. We have less energy and we find ourselves starting to turn more to fear and, and doubt because that's the habit that we're in. So we're not going to give up. We're going to get our focus right and know that we're going to have those moments where we need to refocus because that's exactly what Peter did. He cried out to the master for help. That is what we can do. He knew who to turn to for help in those moments of doubt and fear. You know, who do we turn to when we have doubts and fears? Even if it's like, you know, I, I find myself doing this, that I'll turn to my husband or a friend. But, you know, our best friend, our best confidant, our best person to talk to and to turn to is Christ and to our Lord. And to be able to have those, those meetings with God and say, okay, things are looking crummy right now. And I don't know how to do this, but I know you know how to do this. Now, there's um, one more scripture here that we're going to go through, one more verse for this set of scriptures, and you are going to love what happens when Peter asks for help, which you probably already know, um, and then we're going to really talk about the steps and how you can implement them in your business today. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back, ladypreneurs. Um, it's amazing where you can find peace in this world when it is part of the Word of God, because um, there's so many different ways to be able to get that. So let's dive right back in here. <laughs> I love saying that when we're talking about water, because um, I'm, I'm kind of geeky like that. <laughs> but uh, let's review real quick. So we are talking about how Peter walked on water, and we are in Matthew 31 or excuse me, Matthew 14, um, and we just reviewed verses 27 through 30. So we haven't got to 31 just yet. And we talked about how your first divine key to walking on water with God in your business is to be able to ask God his will for you and your business. And then the second divine key is to focus on the Lord and his will for us, making all those decisions that are exactly what he wants us to do. And just as a recap, define key number three is to ask for his help when we have those moments of doubt and fear because we are going to. Now, we're going to jump right back into the scriptures here. Verse 31, it says, And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Now, Notice that very first word, 
well, second word, because it says and before that. <laughs> but what's that? What happens when when Peter cries out to the Lord as he's starting to think and he's starting to focus on the wrong thing? He says, immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand. He didn't let him flounder for a little bit to teach him a lesson, which sometimes we feel like happens. He didn't um, didn't come back later and help him. He helped him right then and there. And that's the thing, <clears throat> is that the Lord reaches out to us immediately. When we draw closer to the Lord, the Lord draws even closer to us. We know that. And so the hard part is, is that we may not always see it. Because what happens is, is that either our doubt and our fear kind of shadow us from being able to see the Lord's hand in our lives. But what happens is, is that he kind of ticks off that domino effect <clears throat> to be able to bring the solution into our lives. And we may not see the back end, the heavenly back end of things <laughs> where we see that domino start to go, but he immediately puts things in place. Or we may immediately see it in our lives. We may immediately feel that peace and that faith. We may not know how everything's going to turn out, and that's okay. We don't have to. We don't need to if we have our focus on the Lord's will, which also includes his timing, which I know is really hard sometimes. <laughs> so immediately he's given help for when he asks for it, and he will immediately save you as well even if we can't see it in our business or our lives right that second. But if we look for it, we will. And he'll start that domino effect to provide that solution, the answer, or even the way out. Now let's focus on that next part here. He says, and, and uh, Christ said unto him, O thou of little faith, where didst thou, or wherefore didst thou doubt? Now Christ doesn't say, O thou of little faith, demeaningly but with love and compassion of a gentle parent or a kind friend. Why did you doubt? You were doing so good when you were focused on me and your purpose, right? That's kind of what he's saying. Now, we must stay focused. We know that. Um, and it's all about our focus. And so if we have that faith, we can overcome that doubt. And we can walk on that water to do anything that the Lord wants or needs us to do. And we have that faith by sticking with him, by focusing on him. So what do you do to focus on him? You know, do you do those daily disciplines, which I call SPAs, spiritual producing activities, <laughs> where you can help stay close to the Lord? You know, are you um, reading your scriptures on a daily basis or de reading devotionals or listening to good talks or uplifting things? Um, are you going out to nature to get closer to him? Whatever that looks like for you, commit yourself to doing something, just even one thing every single day to stay focused on him. So as we know, we'll recap here, divine three keys of walking on water in your business and finding that good cheer and not being afraid is asking God's will for you, keeping your focus on the Lord and his will for you. And when you falter, because you will, Ask for his help immediately, right? If the Lord is going to respond to us immediately, we need to ask for help immediately and we will receive it. So what are you going to do to be able to implement these three keys in your business today? Now, let's talk about that because it could look different for every single person. Um, 
Now, in order to achieve what you know you need to achieve and to create it in your thoughts and your heart, you need to kind of walk through that. So walking on water to me is more than just your ideal situation or even just a miracle. So what kind of miraculous situations would you like to see in your business? We're going to break this down into the different areas of your business. <laughs> so marketing. What does God want you to focus on with your marketing? How can you ensure that your marketing isn't your will, but God's will? What would he love to see in your marketing? Now, this doesn't mean you have to include scriptures in your social media posts unless you feel inspired to do so. But what is your divine purpose in marketing? Just think of a couple of words that come to mind. Um, it could be feelings that you want to create for those reviewing your marketing. Um, and that could be print or online or whatever that looks like for you. Could be to empower, to shed light on a specific subject, to edify to help others believe in themselves? What, what's that purpose that's burning deep inside you? And then write it down or capture it. You can do those things to start moving your marketing towards that purposeful marketing that God has given you. So that's completely up to you. Think about that for your marketing. <laughs> Think about for your sales process. How well are you following God's will for you when it comes to your sales process? Sometimes we are given just scripts or um, examples or whatever to just follow in our business. Are you following blindly or do you know why you follow the sales process that you follow? Sometimes it's that trial and error and that's totally okay. <clears throat> but when we take it to the Lord, he will reveal the sales process that's right for you. Um, <clears throat> are you taking no too easily? <laughs> I know that that sounds harsh, right? That, that that could be considered really pushy. We don't want to go that far. But really, we want to be able to help that person that we're talking to in that sales conversation to see what is possible. And if their immediate reaction is no, which most people's immediate reaction is, then we might need to think of some um, divine resolutions or uh, divine, let's see, what can we call it here? Instead of objections, we have rebuttals. So divine rebuttals, <laughs> um, where you're coming at it from a place of love as opposed to force. What can you do to get on their side and really help them to see how they can afford your product or service or find the time that they're looking for? Whatever that objection is, what can you do to get on their side, be their friend, and help them through this because you know what you have to offer will truly serve them? Maybe you're simply not planting enough seeds, um, like we talked about last time, to get those calls to turn into clients or customers. Um, are there any changes that you feel inspired to make with your sales process to better align your will to God's and to honor the incredible gift that you've been given with your business? Just think about that. That's really all we're doing right now um, is just looking at every single part of your business. So we've talked about marketing. We've talked about your sales process. Um, <laughs> finances, right? That's a big part of business that I think sometimes we don't like to talk about if we're not like CPAs, <laughs> but that's huge. Um, how are you using the funds and even the resources 
Um, maybe it doesn't even have to be finances. Maybe it could be your time. How are you being good stewards of your time and your money that God has given you in your business to grow your business, to build up God's kingdom? Now, once again, we don't have to go to an extreme here and say, okay, I'm going to give all of the money that I make to charity. That, that may or may not be good for you right now. But the key is, is to take all of these categories to the Lord and ask him, how can I better serve your will for me or fulfill your will for me with these different areas of business? And I encourage you to do it one at a time. So maybe you have a focus on your time that week. Or maybe you have a, a focus on your marketing that week or even the whole month if you want to. And then study it out in your heart and your mind, meaning research it. Go to the scriptures. Go to secular things. That's okay. Um, we believe in all good books, right? That they can all edify us and serve us. So just think about that. Think about the different categories of your business and how you can better align your will to God and his will for your business. You can do that in any part, branding, prospecting, leading your people. Um, if you maybe have employees or people on your team, um, your systems, your sales funnel, don't get overwhelmed. There are quite a few categories, but take it one step at a time and just start to make sure that you are aligning your will to his. That is how we get that joy of knowing that we are building his kingdom with our business. Oh, man, isn't that amazing that God trusts us to do that? He does. And he knows that you are going to do the right thing. So don't worry if maybe you haven't felt like that in the past. You can start now. You can simply ask the Lord, what are the changes you'd like to see in our business? And I say our because, in my opinion, this is God and I's business. In fact, it's all his business and I'm just his messenger. I'm just his, um, his worker, right? But we need to take ownership as well. So it's, I call it our business. <laughs> um, so one thing real quick here before we end is faith is always rooted in the future. So don't beat yourself up over things that you may or may not have done in the past, such as a job that you'd like to see in different areas. Um, or don't overwhelm yourself with a bunch of change, right? Take it one step at a time and slowly make those changes to align our will to God's. And the fact of the matter is, is that as we start to make those changes, we might see a different path for ourselves. Don't be afraid. Just take that faith, that step in faith with confidence knowing who you have on your side. And then just continually ask, what can I do to better align my will with yours? Uh, walking on water is co-creating with God. It's having that vision, that focus, and the plan to follow his will for you. And I guarantee that as we do this, we will be more abundantly blessed in, in so many ways that we can't even imagine. So we talked earlier about having business meetings with God and what a great way to be able to do that. I have two amazing offers for you today that you are not going to want to miss. Um, in order to be able to ask God what we can do, we really need to create the right atmosphere. And sometimes it can be hard to know either how to ask God the things that we want to ask him or even to be able to receive that inspiration, revelation, and divine download that he has for us. So there's a couple of things I want you to think about. One is I have um, what I call my divine business tracker. 
And what this looks like is it will, it has a mini course that actually teaches you how to have really steady, strong meeting, business meetings with God. That should be the best business meeting you have all week. Um, and so that tracker is going to help you to record your thoughts about what you receive from, from your business meetings with God and, and your studying that you're doing that week. But even more than that is that it's also going to focus on not only the spiritual side, but even the secular side of helping you track where you're at with your business, um, how many sales calls you've done, and what is your conversion rate, and what you can do to get even more um, sales. So the Divine Business Tracker is absolutely amazing, and I want you to go to divinelydrivenresults.com forward slash tracker to be able to get that. But Sometimes we need a good community to help us to figure out how we can have better business meetings with God. And if you are interested in the divine solutions uh, mastermind that we have, where we're going to get together and talk about problems that we usually have in our business, questions that we would ask God for our business. And we're going to get together as faithful ladypreneurs and be able to work through those things together. So if you're interested, email. Elise, E-L-I-S-E, at divinelydrivenresults.com so that you can find out more information about our incredible mastermind. And ladies, don't even worry about the cost because I, I bet you can afford this. It's super inexpensive so that so many people can really take part in this. Thank you so much for watching today, and I hope you guys have an incredible time walking on water with God. 